Hello and welcome to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast. I'm your host Ruth Thomas and I help women feel strong and lead healthy and happy lives through yoga and lifestyle practices. And this week on the podcast I'm talking about retreats. Now retreats are one of my most favourite events to run. Um, I love the whole process of it, finding a venue, planning the itinerary, marketing it, getting bookings, um, which is still actually super exciting, um, even after all these years, Um, getting menus from the retreat chef, kind of pulling everything together, actually hosting and running the retreats. I I love all of it. Yeah, in fact, I I love it so much. Um, I'm now actually coaching other yoga teachers and Um, wellness professionals on how to run a sellout and um, a successful retreat like that's how much I love um, I love doing it so today we are going to delve into the world of yoga retreats so if you've ever thought about joining a yoga retreat but you need um, that kind of little extra nudge you're in the right place So first of all, um, if you are considering joining a yoga retreat, um, I want you to know that your hesitation and your trepidation isn't just exclusive to you. I think that most people who have never been on a retreat before have had some doubts um, and some questions before their first trip. And the idea of stepping out of your comfort zone, even if it's with a teacher or a coach that you know really well, can be really intimidating. But I want to assure you really that it's a step worth taking. And we're really going to have a look at why in today's episode. So my journey with retreats started a about 13 years ago I think it was when I was in Thailand um, I was traveling with someone at the time who uh, decided on my fourth day of the trip that he preferred to um, travel solo <laughs> so I looked in my guidebook I found a place um, that said it had dorm rooms um, and it said it did yoga classes so I hopped on a night bus um, and I headed there it was on an island Um, And then after a long journey, so I had a long bus journey overnight and then a boat journey to like this kind of little hidden cove, I arrived at a place called the Sanctuary. Um, And it turned out it wasn't just a dorm room with a few yoga classes thrown in. It was an actual um, yoga retreat centre. So during my stay, I got to experience loads of different styles of yoga. Some... um, just weren't for me. Um, And some of the things I still do now, actually, I just got to learn so much about yoga. Um, I loved living in a community of like-minded people. It was great, Um, but it was also expensive and I couldn't stay um, for very long. So I had to move on. Um, But I think that just planted the seed, um, you know, all those years ago, just how much I enjoyed it and being with everyone and yeah, just being completely um, immersed. So if we fast forward to 2016, I'd been teaching yoga for about two years. 
So I was still a pretty new teacher, really. Um, and someone came to my class and they had just got back from a yoga retreat with another teacher. I wasn't running them at the time. Um, and they were talking about the retreat. They were telling everyone about it, um, telling, every, you know, telling us everything they'd done. And someone said to me, you should run one. Um, which then kind of led other people in the class saying, yeah, Ruth, you should do one. Um, and I would come, if you ran a yoga retreat, you should run one. Um, and so I did. <laughs> so I did. I, um, yeah, I found a venue a couple of hours away. Um, and later on that year, I ran my first yoga retreat. Um, and then from then on, really, I just got the bug for running them. I really, really did. Just got this, yeah, real buzz um, from running them. And yeah, been doing it ever since. And one of the main things um, that I love about running retreats is seeing people arrive on the Friday um, feeling stressed out and maybe feeling a bit nervous and not really knowing what to expect. Um, maybe they don't really know anyone. Um, and then by the end of the weekends, so we'd like Sunday night and Monday morning, um, they're like really relaxed and they're really happy. And they've met loads of new people. Um, maybe they've learned a few new things um, about themselves. And they've just had some time off to, to just relax and restore themselves. And the thought of going on a retreat may seem um, extravagant or a bit daunting, but I promise you it's a decision that can have a massive positive impact on your life. And it sort of goes back to, um, to last week's episode um, on the podcast when I was talking about why people um, don't go to a yoga class, so the reasons they have for not going to a yoga class. And it a lot of it came down to because they have the fear. And I get a lot of people saying um, that they want to go on a yoga retreat, but they don't book because, um, you know, of X, Y and Z. And one of the most common reasons that I hear um, when people are kind of like on the cusp of booking a yoga retreat is that they worry that they aren't experienced enough. And I think this is a really common um, concern, especially if you're new to yoga or if you have an idea in your head that only like super advanced yogis um, go on retreats. And the beauty of a yoga retreat is that it is really suitable um, for all levels and there is a retreat out there for you. And I know from running my own retreats, um, I send a booking form out and there's a bit on there about how much yoga experience you have, um, you know, if you have any injuries or illnesses that might impact your um, your yoga classes while you're on repeat, um, on retreat even. Um, and this is really useful for me because when I'm planning the retreat, I can make sure that the sessions are suitable for everyone. So there's no point um, me planning like a super advanced, I don't know, headstand workshop where most people on the retreat are at a beginner's level. Or say I was planning a workshop on, um, on the spiritual side of yoga when most people on the retreat are actually into the, into the physical practice. So if you're unsure about the level 
um, of a retreat that you're interested in, just reach out and ask the retreat leader before you um, before you sign up. And also, I should say that people come on retreats um, for all sorts of reasons. So not just for a weekend of, of physical classes. Um, I've had people on my retreats who come to every session that's offered. Um, I've got people who come and they have a line in the morning. So they don't do the early sessions, but they come to the later ones. Um, and I've had some people actually that don't do any of the sessions at all. So you really can come along um, and do as much or as little as you like. There, there really is no pressure. And I think cost is another issue that people have when wondering if they should book a retreat. Um, you know, I hear people say, I want to come on a retreat, but I can't afford it. Um, I do hear that. Uh, yeah, I hear that quite a lot. And yes, yoga retreats can seem like quite um, a huge investment. But think of it as an investment in yourself. So a bit like enrolling on a course or the money you spend on your gym membership. And the money you spend on a retreat will go towards your personal self-development. And there really are retreats to suit various budgets. Um, I know um, in, on my retreats, I always try and advertise them as far in advance as possible so that you can pay um, in instalments if, um, if this helps. And when I think about booking a retreat um, myself and it seems pricey, I try to break it down into chunks. Um, so as if I was staying in like a hotel, for example, so it's X amount per night on accommodation. Um, and then we have an amazing private chef who is, is cooking all your meals all weekend from scratch. So we add the cost of three meals a day plus some snacks. Um, and she does the washing up as well. So we've got to, got to add a bit in for that as well. Um, and then say like a minimum of six classes over the weekend. So we add up the cost of that as well. Um, extra activities and workshops. Um, you know, and when you break it down like that, the cost seems much better value for money. And that's not even taking into account all the priceless experiences and, and transformations that you'll gain too. And I think time is a really big factor that stops people coming on retreats too. Like life is just incredibly hectic for most people and it might seem impossible to take some time off. But this is exactly the time when you need to book a retreat. And try and think of booking a retreat as a bit of self-care. So you're prioritising yourself you're giving yourself permission to step away from your busy life and just letting someone else take the reins for a little bit. And if you've never been on a retreat before and you're travelling alone, and that can be super daunting as well. But if you already do a class with me um, regularly, either in person or on Zoom, it's likely that you'll recognise someone um, from a class or a workshop and if you are coming on your own, um, I can always put you in contact with other people who are coming along too, um, just to, you know, ease your mind a little bit. <clears throat> but travelling on your own to a retreat is, a, um, is actually a really great chance to kind of step out of your, your comfort zone 
um, and meet like-minded people whose paths you might never have actually crossed um, before. I get people from all walks of life on my retreats um, and they all have one thing in common and that's yoga. So even if you have nothing else to talk about, um, you, can, you can always fall back on that. You can always talk about yoga. And retreats bring people together. So there's a lot of time on the schedule um, for relaxing and socialising. Um, and you'll find actually meal times are really social on my retreats. And connections that are formed on a retreat often develop into lasting friendships. So we've got people that have met on a retreat and now come to retreats together. Um, they go on other holidays together now. You know, they've made a, a real um, lovely friendship. And if you are thinking of travelling on your own to a retreat, I promise you, um, you won't be on your own for long. You really won't. Um, and also, if you don't drive or if you aren't a confident driver, there's always someone else travelling on public transport or someone who is willing to share lifts. So we always try and sort that out as well. So what can you expect on a weekend retreat? And a retreat allows you to completely immerse yourself in the yogi lifestyle. So it takes you completely out of your usual daily routine. There's no chores. Um, your food is prepared by our amazing retreat chef. So it's always freshly prepared. Um, it's always vegetarian as a minimum, um, usually vegan. It's super healthy, um, but it's not boring. Um, and the one thing I do always promise is that you'll never be hungry on a retreat. So you get three meals a day, um, you get some snacks, um, and yeah, all without the washing up as well. There's no responsibilities. Um, so when you arrive for a weekend retreat, you get an itinerary. Uh, so, you know, you've only just got to look at that um, and be like, oh, there's a workshop and it starts in 10 minutes or, um, oh, it's lunchtime in an hour. That's basically, um, yeah, the, the decisions that you have to make, um, you know, while you're away on a retreat is whether you want to do that activity or not. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty chilled. Um, and you've got time to practice yoga classes so we usually do two classes a day one in the morning and one in the evening um, and the classes are usually themed around the theme of the retreat uh, workshops which are sometimes yoga focused and other times are focused um, on lifestyle things and again it all depends on the theme um, of the retreat really and at the end of the retreat, um, most people are really surprised at how much of an escape from modern life a retreat is. You'll probably find that you spend way less time looking at your phone on a retreat than you do when you're at home. Um, I know when I'm away on a retreat, I rarely know what's going on in the outside world. Like I don't hear any of the news when I'm away. Um, it's really nice, actually. There's no like doom and gloom. The retreat bubble sort of protects you from um, from all these um, from all these outside um, things <clears throat> so as we wrap up then I just want you to remember that a yoga retreat is is not just a getaway but it's an opportunity for um, transformation for growth 
and for a bit of self-care. And it's an investment in your mental and your physical and your spiritual well-being. So if you've been teetering on the edge and contemplating whether to take that leap, I really want to be the one to encourage you to face your fears and trust the journey and remember that your wellness journey is yours to embrace and a yoga retreat could be that first step for you um, and is leading you to, a, to being a stronger and healthier and happier you. So thank you for listening to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast today. I would love to hear from you, especially if you are interested in joining a retreat. Feel free to get in touch um, or take a look at my website, www.eatsleepyoga.net. You can sign up for the mailing list there as well, so you'll hear all about the retreats. My 2024 retreats are already on there. They're open for bookings um, and there's only a few spaces left now. Um, feel free to send me a message and you know if you've got any questions I'll be I'll be happy to answer those as well so stay strong and I will see you next week <laughs>